Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 207 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubberton, and who is with me tonight? I am Joe Butler, and I would die for my pet chicken clucky. <laughs> that was good. And I'm the writer of The Call of the Cthulhu, Vincent Goodwin. And that's welcome. Actually, and this was all your idea, actually. Yeah. Well, I am the writer of Call of Cthulhu. You can look it up on Amazon. Vincent Goodwin, Call of Cthulhu. Oh, so you weren't kidding. Okay. No, I actually did write. I wrote a comic book adaptation. Nice, um, man. And to a thousand years from now, no one will know who wrote it. Uh, a racist or me. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize if, you, if, my, if my daughter's picking up. Yes, so. it's okay. You she, ended her uh, world. She's supposed to be sleeping tonight, but you know how you know how Cthulhu and four-year-olds are. You know, <laughs> they don't always sleep peacefully. Oh, you know, that's the thing that changes. You get older, sleep is like, oh my fucking god, I get to sleep. Ah, but when you're young, you're at the end of the world. I know. <laughs> you destroy the world. Revenge. <laughs> if somebody wants to put me to sleep, I'm like, okay, I'll go sleepy. That's <laughs> my son was the same way when he was little. He's like, sleep now, murder, murder. <laughs> <laughs> we are here. Oh, and Merry Christmas! Because when you're hearing this, if you listen to the day it drops or close to it, Christmas has just happened because this is going to be dropping on Christmas. So on that Sunday night, and we're all tired of Christmas and tired of Christmas music, and yeah, you get to hear this. But so we are here to talk about Cthulhu Saves Christmas. Came out in December twenty third, twenty nineteen, and developed and published by Ziboid Digital Entertainment, guys that made Cosmic Star Heroin, which we covered on the show at some point, so many episodes right. ago. So this was never on my radar. I had no interest, didn't give a shit about this. And we played Cosmic Star Heroin, and Vincent was like, well, I, can't, I don't want to make that, but I'll do Cthulhu Saves Christmas. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, because I played Cthulhu Saves Christmas uh, when it came out on the Switch about two years ago. And I followed Robert Boyd, who's the founder of uh, Z-Boyd Games, on Twitter for, for years. Ever since he appeared on one of Cat Bailey's podcasts, she interviewed him. Probably when Cthulhu Saves the World and Breath of Death came out. Those were okay. like Xbox Live indie games, not even XBLA, but like they had an extra little yep. area, would... XBLIG. And he made a couple games and they I don't think they sold very well. But like right when Steam was becoming big, he put those two games out there for like a cheap bundle. And they they very much feel like Dragon Quest games. So I've just followed him ever since. And he did like the the second two penny arcade games um because penny arcade had like four arcade games they did three and four which i think had like a grandia style battle system and they had the kickstarter for cosmic star heroin which i know y'all have covered and we, and I, yes. I was like and it, and it's a bit long and i remember him tweeting like do y'all want another like 25 hour game or would y'all be more interested in like a short game and i'm like short game short game on twitter because i'm like i just want like i, I like especially <laughs> with like classic rpgs like like, I like Cosmic Star Heroin, but I don't have much time to play video games, like not 25 hours worth of a video game or however Damn. long Cosmic Star Heroin is. And and it would take me like that would be my one game for the entire month of the year would just be doing that. And like a five, six hour game, that sounds great. It's a weekend. Perfect. And I like seasonal games just because there aren't many Christmas video games. And so we came out with this short little, you know, five to seven hour, you know, tiny little turn based RPG that has great little battle mechanic you're in you're out you're in a weekend and and it feels like christmas and it's it's actually like weirdly like a game i'll come back to around christmas time so i don't i think they just came out with another game but i don't know if it's short or long that's that's i've been following them forever on twitter no this is their last game they made so far okay cool because i feel like it's been like three years then i wonder where their next game is it's like a magic arcana game but yeah, anyway. they haven't released anything else yet no i mean I, even, I i had no interest in this is a it's it's an rpg <laughs> yeah, it's it's a turn based RPG, but I think like just generically, it does like a lot of really smart things with its battle system. And I think Z, uh, Z Boyd Games, Robert Boyd, another guy, I'm not exactly sure his name off the top of my head. They they like to play around with battle systems. Like I know the Penny Arcade games like had Grandia's battle system. This one is exactly Cosmic Star Heroines, which I really like because it does it basically gives you like eight moves. And if I'm like playing Pokemon or any other turn based RPG, I've got like my three moves I like using and that's it. And so this one was you got eight moves, but you can only use one of them. And then you have to use all the other ones before you're allowed to use another move. So then you come up with like really cool chains. It's just a really exciting way to like play with just a standard turn based battle system. Keeps it a little more exciting because that's always the, the challenge, I think, with like Dragon Quest. You're like, OK, this is the same thing over and over again. So I like it. I like the same old over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do, too. So but I mean, this 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 changes it up enough for me. And I think like the fact that it's shorter than Cosmic Star Heroin, like works in its favor for me because, I, you know, I'm in and out 
Yeah, you can. So, Joe, how long did it take you to beat this? I'm assuming it was very short, like in a day or two. Oh, yeah, I beat it, uh, I think, yesterday. I popped it in at, like, four, and I beat it before I went to bed. <laughs> yeah. It gave, yeah, it gave me a couple hours. And I I like always seeing games, because, like, one of the things is I'm a big fan of like, the Assassin's Creed games. But I also Ooh. agree with enjoying to play shorter games because uh, I beat Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla at, like, 100 hours. And I still have a DLC to play, and I have no intention of playing that anytime soon. And uh, this was perfect for, you know, three or four hours. And also because we played uh, Star whatever heroin. Star heroin. Cross my Star heroin. I, I like seeing, like, quality of life updates or doing something differently with, you know, switching to, like, a newer game. And this had a lot of different stuff. Some stuff I liked and some stuff I didn't like. Okay, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I I like Cosmic Star Heroine better, but this game was very fun for what it is, and it was kind of nice having a Christmas-themed thing for December. Right. Like, it worked out for me. Like, I'm not a big Christmas guy. I don't... I like the holidays more than I don't work for FedEx anymore. It's weird how that works. When I work for FedEx, I fucking hated December. I'm like, fucking December. Now I'm like, eh, you know, I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> but, oh, I fucking hated it at FedEx. I mean, everyone works at FedEx. They understand. <laughs> Or shipping anything, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> yep. But I mean, it, I'm actually like I, I, I was in the mood. Like I was in the mood. You know, the music was. It was just. It was a very entertaining little RPG. I mean, I tried playing this on normal for a good chunk of the game, and I think I was about well more than halfway done when I ran into one of the bosses that was giving me trouble, and I just said fuck it, put it on easy, and just played it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I honestly have no idea if it's really that different. My, my, yeah, it's one of those games where you can change your difficulty, you know, at any time. And I definitely my first playthrough when I played it two years ago, I started on normal and then everybody just got real spongy. Like they just took way too many hit points to kill. So I just took it down to um, to easy, which I think just knocks down the half hit points by like half or something. Um, yeah. It doesn't really do anything else. Um, and then the second playthrough I played on normal, which was fine up until near the end where everything got <laughs> real spongy. But um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I, I like that aspect of it. And I don't think you miss anything like story wise, mechanics wise. No, I mean, because at the end of the day, this is just it's a dumb turn based RPG. Cthulhu is going to come in, say some jokes. Christmas is going to happen. Um, it's going to do a lot <laughs> of things, which we'll get into. And then you're out. It's it, it and it's meant to be because it's Christmas time. You can't have a game that's 100 hours long. Like Dead Rising 4 would not work. That's the Christmas one. <laughs> <laughs> Because I always start Dead Rising 4 like around like December and I'm like, I never finish this shit because it takes too long to ki- to finish. And this one's fine. like, I'm in. And, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. The game's bad. It's OK. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like I, I like Dead Rising. I, I, I for the, 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 the weeks before Christmas, I'm like, it's fun to run around and hit people with like a wreath and a candy cane. And then by like December 26th, I'm like, this is lame. I don't want to oh, yeah. deal with it. Uh, <laughs> it's every, I mean, I mean, that's how I've been with Christmas too. Like, I, I like Christmas music one day a week, or not one day a week, one day a year. Christmas Day, I don't want to hear it any other day. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's also yeah. working in retail where you hear it for two months straight oh. and it, as you're being strangled to death by the workload and the moment Christmas is over, depending on your job, you're part time. Fuck you, get out of here now. Like, we're done. I know. Like, we, we have Trans Siberian Orchestra coming to us like on December 29th, and I'm like, why? Why would I go do that? Um, <laughs> this is my Trans-Siberian Orchestra type five of my stand-up comedy. You know. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's just that you get out of the move. Like, I mean, when I worked in retail, like, I'll never forget I was part-time working at a Target, and it was Christmas time. And I'm, you know, I'm working, and they're like, and then it was like January, and all of a sudden they cut my hours, and the guy's like, well, yeah, they do that every year. I'm like, well, he's like, yeah, you got to save for it. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm making seven bucks an hour. What am I supposed to save? Like, come on now. Right. <laughs> like, I know. Oh, that's yeah. fucked up. Oh, yeah, it was it was Target back in like 2008. It was shitty. So, <laughs> yeah, wait. but no, like this game, like it, it has a lot of the concept of like Cosmic Star Heroin. You have but in this one, you only get four characters you know, and you keep the four characters. All, well, one is Cthulhu. The whole idea is that Cthulhu gets a gift from the League of Extraordinary. Oh, God, what the hell they call the League of Evil. Evil. It, it's a jo- it has to be a joke on Scott Pilgrim League of Evil Exes. Yeah. Or extraordinary yeah, something like that. That's how that's all I got. I mean, I kept getting like I even sent pictures to Mike. I'm like, yeah, it's got Pilgrim references right into the show because I fucking love Scott Pilgrim. Like, that's how it felt like, oh, well, you got to go get the other the evil the members of the I'm like, he's like, there's five members left. I'm like, yeah, this is 100 percent Scott Pilgrim. And they keep changing the number up. Is that supposed to be a joke on how many bosses are left or there's yes. a game? OK, because there's more than because it tricks you when you think there's only seven and surprise, there's more. One but, more. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I think that I, I understand it was a joke and stuff, but man, I'm like, 
I'm done with this game. He told me there were seven bosses. And then like <laughs> the seventh boss revealed his true form. And I'm like, OK, well, that's fine. Yeah, that that's the joke. Right. And I was like, no, another hour of gameplay. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I was <laughs> starting to break down in that last hour or two. Like the whole idea is he gets the present. It takes away Cthulhu's power. So Cthulhu has to go rescue Santa in order to get his powers back. Dumb. Like, Perfect. Works it. Yeah, he's gonna get Santa. Santa. He's gonna save Santa. Gives Christmas cards back. I love it. Perfect. I uh, never played the original uh, Cthulhu game, so I, I didn't really. Get, yeah, I didn't get some of the references, but this is thankfully a prequel, so it's not that weird. I just bought yeah. the game actually for three dollars on Steam in a pack with both of them, right? Because I'm gonna cover those now at some point. So yeah, it's it. Cthulhu. Cthulhu saves the world is rougher. It's also like ten years earlier that he made yeah. it, you know, and uh. his art has definitely improved significantly. Um, Z Boy Games art has definitely improved. The that one's battle mechanics are very very similar, or not very similar. It's, it's like Dragon Warrior stuff. Yeah, it's a Dragon Warrior t- uh, turn, you know, turn based RPG. But it does have some of the same mechanics that I think Cosmic Star Heroine had, where it's like 15 battles or something per area, and then it just stops giving you random battles. Cosmic Star uh, Heroine did not have that. The enemy spawn. Oh, really? You would yeah. see the enemy run into them. Oh, okay. Yeah. This so is this unique, one... where this game has a counter. And once you do X amount of battles or you can skip the battles all together. And when explanation mark comes up over your head, you just press a button and you skip fights. Yeah, I I feel like that's a Undertale reference. Huh. I've never played Undertale. For oh, some reason. Like a, you would love Undertale. My no idea why I've never played it to this day. No idea. It's a cheap game. But yeah, uh, on the on the violence, because you can do two different paths on the violence one, you can scam for enemies. And at a certain point, it'll tell you, oh, there's there's only like five or ten enemies left. And once you hit the, the zero marker, there's no more enemies, period. Like you, you quit leveling up and everything. Right. Yeah. So, yes. And which is cool because I, I, I know. It, so that's an Undertale. Also, I do know it's in the original Cthulhu game, which predates Undertale because okay. that game got real mazy, like some of the classic Final Fantasies and, you know, RPGs of that era did. I was like, I just am trying to find a fucking treasure chest. I don't want to keep going to random battles. And so it just cuts you off. It's like, yeah, you, you've had enough. You've leveled up you, enough. You can go. You can do more if you want to, but you, you can stop also, which is really cool. Um, so I'm I'm buying their new game, which is This Way Madness Lies, which is a Shakespeare themed magical girl R- JRPG. And that <laughs> sounds like the fucking coolest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> that sounds cool. I saw another Shakespeare game recently that I bought like for like a dollar called To Be or Not To Be. And it's all like just um, like a choose your own adventure where Hamlet just gets more and more off the rails because you get two different choices and then it just spirals out <laughs> of control. So this game was like, I mean, this game is cheap. I mean, I, I, I know I got on sale at some point for a couple bucks on Steam. But again, it's a perfect December game to just play. And besides Cthulhu, you have three other characters. One is Baba Yaga, which I only know who that is because of Rise of the Tomb Raider. We talked about same, the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the other two were. Belschnickel was in something recently that I just saw. And I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, hey, he's from that Cthulhu game. I'm and guessing then the other... they're both like myth type thing i'm, I'm assuming bell like is like like santa claus he's like some scary eastern european guy you know like how you know i, I know that like sinterklaas from the netherlands kidnaps children if they're bad and takes them to spain on he, oh he is a crotchety fur clad christmas gift bringer figure in the folklore of the palatine region of southwestern germany along the rhine yeah and then i don't <laughs> and then i don't know about crystal claws i don't know if i think that's just his daughter i'm not sure if she's actually canonical or if she's Brand? just uh, granddaughter yeah something like yeah, that granddaughter right? yeah it was just i like that they did that though i like you know and like all the enemies you fight are also like stuff based on you know different things right i mean it's i mean this is what these games are it's you know it's turn-based you're gonna walk around and you know push some menus and it gives like but you know you're walking around with christmas trees you're fighting like jack frost and <laughs> The Ghost of Christmas Past. It's real. Oh, dumb. and Crystal. If you search Crystal Claws, you get a phone number and an email address. And oh, an Etsy no. Store. So no. I got no idea other than what it is. Yeah, so don't call weird. that number. Don't call that number, Mike. I'm um, not going to. But I <laughs> Don't give them your credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> they have real bearded Santas, they say. Okay, Ooh, well, then give me. I'll give them my credit card number. That's <laughs> <laughs> so about so that, but I like it that, you know, it's stuff from Christmas myths. Myths. Like, that right. was cool to me. Like, the first boss is Jack Frost. I thought that was amusing. Right. He also has a Persona reference. There's a lot of Persona in this. Um, a lot of everything in this. I know. It's Mike, very cute. 
Yeah, where Mike just made a joke about like buying the the game on sale. The game actually makes fun of you if you bought it. If you like saying like, oh, it, I wouldn't worry about even the person getting past tutorial. They probably just bought this off one of those mad bundle <laughs> oh, yeah. games that it's everyone fanatical, Essentially, yeah. Which is absolutely how I got their previous game. Which I think they make a reference to that. It's like I was like I haven't played that game, and you may have gotten it a bundle. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's just and yeah, and and the persona stuff. So you so you have like your little worlds. Um, he goes and fights Jack Frost. And you, you pick up your things. And then in between, you go to like this town segment where you develop social links, just like Persona. Yes. I have a friend. I have a friend who's never played Persona. I he, he I gave him Persona 5 for Christmas. And he's trying to psych himself up to play it. But he has played Cthulhu Sage Christmas. And I'm like, you know, those parts where you go into town and Cthulhu, that's riffing on Persona. So I have yes. to explain Persona to him through the lens of this game, which is, I don't think you're where you're supposed to do it. But yeah, you go like, you go and you're like, I went and to the beach with Crystal and then we got like a wand for her or some bullshit. It's 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 far less stressful to me than how Persona is. But yeah. 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 Vincent, I bought myself Persona 5 for Christmas and I'm trying to hype myself up to play it. So I totally get it. It's OK. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It, 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 it's, an under, it's, it's an undertaking. It, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, do I really want this to be like my game for eight months? And I mean, your game for a year. What are we talking about? I know, right? I'll be playing I mean, it you... real time. I beat Persona 4 once. I know Mike is starting Persona 5 next year. He's going to make himself do it for back backlog bingo thing he does. But I wish you luck if you guys try it too. But yeah, I no, like I, I, like, I like the idea that because Santa's missing, you know, Christmas just keeps going and it doesn't end. So every day is the day before Christmas and you go in other stuff in towns and there's certain things you'll miss out on if you don't ever do them. Like you can miss on some items like it was cool. And like you could build social link with your characters where you keep visiting them in the on the off break in between dungeons and they get better items and they'll get like you get an achievement for making friends with them at the end. Like I really enjoyed that stuff. Did you go cool. to the post office ever? I think once, but it was weird. I didn't <laughs> want to go there. It's almost as if I I know what that's like around Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the both times Trauma. I went. The the both times I went is just jokes of wow, working at the post office sucks during Christmas. <laughs> so oh, I it does. I've been there because every so often when I worked at FedEx, we would somebody would take a damn USPS package or some some shit. So every so often, I'm like, OK, I guess I'll go drop it off. <laughs> so I have to go there and be like, here, take this damn thing that we shouldn't have taken. Get rid of it, please. <laughs> what so, yes, I, I understand. USPS is not fun Christmas time. So, and, hey, no shipping fun Christmas time. It's fucking miserable. <laughs> so one, one thing I know a lot of people because. It's it's an RPG and anything. I give these guys like complete merits because I played Cosmic Star Heroine and this. The dialogue for these games are just fucking funny. Like it's mm-hmm. just great, great A written dialogue. Especially like I'm pretty sure if you've only gonna play it once, you can always compare with other people who've played it because like just the the goofy dialogue of like I think I went to oh, I I can't say his name the the guy in your in your group. Yeah, Bell Snickle, and you go and like Cthulhu's like, oh, he's like, yeah, look, I just throw candy on the ground, and he tries to get it, and he just whips Cthulhu like fifty <laughs> fucking times. <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> it was just, it was creative enough. Like the 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 dialogue, like you're saying, is fucking hilarious throughout the entire game. Like all the jokes, Cthulhu's like, why do I want to save him? I I want to destroy the world. I don't want to save Santa. Like it's all hilarious because it's completely against, I guess, what Cthulhu would norm whatever because he's a Elder God. I don't even know. Anything. I've never read any of the H.P. Lovecraft stuff. Oh, you can read the, the, shit Goodwin. Being, you can read the Vincent Goodwin called Cthulhu novel. You can always <laughs> read that one. Hey, at least I know you're not a racist shitbag from the 1800s. So yeah. you got that going for you. Yeah. Just from the 1800s. Not a racist shitbag. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I know H.P. Lovecraft, for those that don't know, he was not a good. I mean, yes, he was in the 1800s, but he's not a good guy, by the way. Not a good person. He was the J.K. Rowling of his time. Oh, um, God, don't say that. <laughs> it's not it's not wrong if you ever look yeah. up like stuff about him oh yeah he's a he's a shitty person i mean he's dead Absolutely. now been dead for many years but he's a shitty person so <laughs> unfortunately jk rowling is a shitty person too and yeah <laughs> so that's another thing i think that but, i think that that's how you appeal to the gen z's you make fun mm, of harry potter and transphobes um, boost those numbers <laughs> but <laughs> uh yeah no the, the the jokes are just hilarious um like Cthulhu's funny. I like Baba Yaga. She's just I, I own chickens and she's just chicken pun, chicken pun, chicken pun the whole fucking time. Hilarious, though. Yeah. Fucking did, love did, to, did Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, did it have the chicken house? I know it was like yes. the part where you got to high, right? You're hallucinating. Yes. Okay. There's a chicken. There's a chicken houses in there. It's a house on chicken legs. 
Yes. But you find out that it's actually because you're just drugged up off your ass and it's something <laughs> else, but yes. Wait, what Tomb Raider <laughs> game is that? Is that old one? No, the Rise of the Raiders. The second, second of the new ones. Really good. Actually, we covered it on the show. I don't remember what episode, but really good game, by the way. I highly recommend that, that whole was, trilogy. I think it was DLC. I think it is DLC. Yeah. But if you are like me and buy and buy and grab every Epic game for free, you mm-hmm. have it for free from one of the previous years. Yeah. And uh, if you if you haven't been, uh, Epic's been giving away and now it's Christmas, obviously, but Epic's They're been done. giving away one of their free games um, a day. <laughs> so that might pop up again. I feel like that they did that last year. So I, I think it did not. pop up this year. I want yeah. other free stuff, but it was a great free deal for a day. Like great games. Highly recommend anyone play them. But like, oh, another thing of this game, make this game different. I think we talked Vincent brought up is you have your four abilities you can choose and you have four, three abilities that the computer changes every turn. Not every turn, but every time that you rest and refresh your abilities, you get new abilities that are random that you can use from the characters, which gets you to do things you would... And it changes up combat. You have to do things you wouldn't normally do. So I played a lot differently. Because normally in an RPG like Constant or Heroin, for example, I get I had my go-to abilities, and I did my go-to thing every single turn. And this mm-hmm. game made me actually have to play a little differently for a change. Right, because I'm because I'm like, okay, hell yeah, we're just going to... Po- every time I get like the poison, I'll, everybody poison move from Cthulhu. Like, on my first move, I'm like, hell yeah. It's gonna be easy battle. <laughs> so, but I couldn't, I couldn't rely on that every time. And then, but yeah, it does change up the way you play. It changes up your like style. Cause I, I have like go-to moves in like ways. I'm like, okay, I'm going to buff on this move and then I'm going to do this and I can't do that. So I have to be a little more sneaky in how I, I do things, which I think is, is, is fun and interesting. And then, but then at the same time, like it also has these like hyper moves that I never really got the handle on. It's like if every like two or three moves, then the moves change. Like sometimes instead of just targeting one person, they'll target more everybody. The, yeah. I, the idea that you're supposed to save a move that you want to use against your enemy when it comes to your hyper turn. Like I wasn't tracking start. visually well enough. Okay. There's little squares that fill up. Each yeah. Turn. I saw that, but I think like uh, okay. Cthulhu's like meter changed. Like it was only two for the first round. Like first, yes. first time it came around, it was only like two, two turns. And then it was like three or four turns. And I was not like following it between my, yeah, it's characters. two turns for him when it starts. And then it's, Three or four turns after that, and then other ca- some characters start with it like immediately. That's just a Cosmic Star heroin thing too. They kept that they kept. Yeah, I liked it. It's cool. I, I just I, I didn't track it well enough to take advantage of it as much as I could. Yeah. The one thing I didn't get was the whole chicken thing with Baba Yaga. I could never figure out how to fucking actually get that going. I, yeah, because it would because it would be like one move, twenty five percent chicken. I'm like, I don't know what happens at one hundred percent chicken. I could never figure out. No idea. Was- I would just randomly do it when I'm like, I don't know what to do with Baba Yaga. I'll just do chicken thing. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you're if i i'm probably wrong i think it's like a hundred percent chicken if you're at a hundred percent chicken your move your attacks are doubled and if you're at 200 percent chicken your attacks are quadrupled probably i don't fucking know okay something like that it, it didn't affect my ability to destroy this game and i'm not good at video games so <laughs> but, but okay that makes sense i just like like I, I i and i know the game communicated it to me but i just didn't i didn't see the need to to, to use it so i didn't really engage with that now you don't need, and on easy, you don't need to. Like on easy, the one thing nice about this game, you don't need to do nothing. You can just play, enjoy yourself, laugh at the dialogue, fight the bosses, laugh at what you're fighting, and just enjoy yourself because like, it doesn't, there's no challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. if you play this on normal, there's a fucking, there's a challenge. I got my ass handed to me on normal. <laughs> I feel like I'm a pretty good RPG player, and I got my ass handed to me a couple of times. I'm like, this ain't cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's how my to- first. That's how my okay. first gameplay playthrough was. And I feel like and, and as it got later, like the guys like, I just do not have the endurance to be able to to survive this entire battle, which was that was the other cool thing about this. And I think Cosmic Star Heroin did this, too, where you completely heal after every battle. Right. Yes. Which is just, I think, a really cool mechanic. I feel like a Final Fantasy one or so one of those did that recently, too. But like it just makes it so it's just like throw everything, use all the consumables because they're going to regen at the end of the, ne- at the next battle. And so it just became it, it made me much more willing to try everything rather than be like super precious with my best moves or my consumables. I'm um, knowing that they would be replenished at the end of the next round or being fine with going down to one HP and not having to like, oh, well, shit, I'm gonna get fucked next turn. Um, You know, like that kind of stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. And there's some abilities that you could work with it, like, you know, somewhere they're more powerful. They don't have any HP. That you might just happen to have in your, you know, your repertoire that turn from when you healed. Like, I mean, or if you get really shitty abilities, you can just do the rest thing and then get new abilities next turn. Right. If you don't like anything you have, but it was, it's just, it's a fun battle system. I, I trying to think some of the bosses, 
I know you fight a bunch of elves or not elves. Yeah, the elves at one point that went to went on strike because they're tired of Santa, so they joined some. Yeah, because the capitalist piggy. <laughs> that was fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that theme on stuff I've been covering lately, where rich people are bad. There's been a couple of games yeah, I, that we've done that and stuff. Yeah, I've I just done. watched the Arthur Christmas movie, um, which I don't know if you're seeing. It's from the Ardman, like Wallace and Gromit people, and it's about like an absolute, like just like checked out Santa. And I'm like, <laughs> when did this happen? Like, and like his his son is like this like like tech bro, and I'm like, what the fuck? And he's gonna take over the Santa thing. I'm like, what? What's the moral here? Because Arthur Christmas is about the son of Santa Claus, the the good son that really cares about the children. Because the current Santa doesn't care about children anymore. And I'm like, what the fuck message is this giving the kids? It's a great ass movie. Don't get me wrong. And it's like, yeah, the fucking old capitalists suck. Rich people suck. And they just. Like, we're, but I'm like, I don't know if my children should be watching. Like, yeah, Santa abdicates. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Only you got to find somebody who actually does care that's in the system. Santa like, we were watching <laughs> Batman Returns. Everybody and like Max Shrek is just a bad rich person, like a terrible right. rich person. Yeah, hmm. that's a weird movie. I'm not allowed back on Chris Dobson's Your Stupid Minds podcast because I went too hard on that movie and how it's not good. So I'm not allowed back there. <laughs> not a good but, movie. But really? <laughs> yeah, we all. <laughs> I mean, like, I know you fight two giant bells at one point in this, which I thought was cool. Like the whole, you know, you just fight a lot of weird bosses. And I feel like everything probably fits somewhere in Christmas myth. I'm yeah. assuming. Well, and then you get to you get to the final boss there is like Krampus. Yes, the, the fake final boss. And like, I do know this one. I do know Krampus. Um, <laughs> There's a movie called Krampus and I have Funko yes. Pops of Krampus because of oh, really? my wife. Yeah, <laughs> my wife got Adam Scott, right? Adam Scott's in that. Um, I never saw the movie. I just have I, we just she got into like the Funko Pops of, of Krampus and bought a whole bunch of different ones ahead of him. Cool. So yeah, they're so somewhere you, in this house. Yeah, so you fight crap. Krampus and then after you fight Krampus at the very end. Or not, but not the very end. Um, <laughs> then you fight some Cthulhu monster who was not in my novel. I'll tell you that. So he must be in a <laughs> sequel um, that I didn't write um, or adapt. Um, well, I mean, there's so, so much like Cthulhu has really grown into so much of a of a fiction for people. I mean, there's there's a bunch of different Cthulhu games on Steam that I've been looking at every so often. Go, hmm, I wonder if this is any fun. If I ever actually tried them, but it's such a property that also means nothing to me. Like a friend of the show who's on the show quite often, Richard Sampson. He kept saying, like, Cthulhu wouldn't save Christmas. He's like, Cthulhu's a freaking <laughs> elder god. I'm like, yeah, play the game. <laughs> That's what I told him. But, like, it's that, it's it's a cool idea. I mean, to me, I know nothing about Cthulhu. I know nothing about, like, I'm assuming that monster you fight is something from the from the Cthulhu yeah. legend or from, you know, H.P. Lovecraft. Legend, yeah. yeah. You know, something from that world. Like, that idea of what, mm. you know, Lovecraft created. And to me, I'm like, but, hey, I gotta say. I, I actually took a video of it. I never thought it was that there's they had a Christmas song, like a metal version of a Christmas song playing in the background while you fight this boss. Oh, cool. If you had the music on. And it was something from it was a song I knew from car commercials. Like those like a metal care of the bells. Cool. Yeah. It was, OK, that's what. Yeah. It was just like and the only reason I even knew that song is I remember dumbass. Like I said, dumbass car commercial. I used to have to watch when I'm like trying to watch my TV and I'm like, OK, this is. This is amusing. <laughs> That's my wife's favorite Christmas song is Carol of the Bell. She loves the like London boys choir version of it um, with the ding dong. And so I got her like the Destiny's <laughs> Child version. because I'm like, she loves Beyonce and the Destiny's Child version. I'm like 2000 does not hit. It's not. It's not very good. <laughs> uh, I, I want to say it's also like when Kevin gets ready in a uh, home alone, um, like he gets like his dinner ready and lays all the traps. I think Carol of the Bells is also playing um, you- home alone, too. Yeah. But it's something that would never mean anything to me, but it mm-hmm. worked in this set because I mm-hmm. don't give a shit about I don't really care. Chris, but yeah, I mean, I just like it in the sense that like I'm walking around and my all my environments have little Christmas lights in their trees instead of not. Um, and that's <laughs> all I need. Just be like, no, yeah. it's it's very amusing stuff that you go to. You fight like a giant like demon type boss for one point, like that eats kids or something. I don't remember what it was supposed to yeah. be of. You have a ghost place that you go to. To fight somebody right. you fight in uh santa's workshop i think with the yeah, elves yeah i mean there's a lot of cool like just christmasy levels and i'm like this is this is fun like this is like it's like costume quest you've ever played that yeah that's an rpg you can only play one day a year or one month a year because it's halloween theme not even horror yeah. just trick-or-treat halloween theme it only works if you play it that one time <laughs> And it's also only like seven hours long. I played that this year on my Steam Deck also. Yeah, that's a delightful game. <laughs> Just a nice seasonal game like that. I think there's a oh. Costume Quest Christmas themed 
Like yes, Grubbin's on Ice DLC, but I haven't played it yet. I it came out right when the game came out, like right after. Because I remember I played the game when it came out, yeah. or maybe a year after. But I never played the DLC either. I think yeah. I have. I don't think I have time. Well, I obviously don't have time because it's Christmas Day. <laughs> um, unless we get a time paradox where it's Christmas Eve at forever. Um, you know, that wouldn't be uh, so bad. Yeah, what, what I don't work game? shipping anymore. <laughs> be okay what is what does this game get to like sixty days or something or fifty? So yeah, it, it's something it, like it's a lot. <laughs> right. I, well, I like that. Idea. Yeah, I like it. I like that too. I like the idea that it's Groundhog Day and it never ends. Oh, and I did, we didn't even say the joke of like it's a, the social links are called the Rylathianships. I don't know how to pronounce it because it's a Catholic tongue that's not supposed to be heard by man. But whatever the <laughs> Ryleth or whatever you know the R apostrophe Y L E T H in ships, it's a very dumb joke. But you know, you put it on the back of the box and you're like this game knows what's up. This is stupid. And I think that that's the thing is you have to be you, you can't like take any Lovecraftian thing like seriously or be scared of it to to enjoy this game. You have to be like, yeah, I'm absolutely going to make fun of this. Like this is it's meant to it's, be. Yeah, it's very tongue in cheek. And I <laughs> I and like I take screen grabs and I and like and I think, Joe, you sent us like screen grabs like this game is stupid and it's hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I don't really get out of a lot of video games other than like Yakuza. Um, <laughs> just taking screenshots out of context and being like this game. I think there was one part where like there was like a reindeer that was maimed and it was like, I don't save NPCs. Yeah, I guess <laughs> this is this is exactly the game that I want. <laughs> that was funny, though, with the reindeer where you just let them die, essentially, I think. Or you yeah. could say I can't remember, but just funny shit that just but it worked. It works well for what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I mean, it's a it's a game that oh, I also play this on a Steam Deck. One thing I, I do want to say since I have Vincent with me is Vincent's actually the reason I bought a Steam Deck. Yes. Well, you welcome. helped push me in the right direction mm-hmm. because I was like, I don't know. And you're like, hey, buy a memory card. You know, you, you get a one terabyte memory card, you put it in, you'll be good to go. He's like, I'm playing this. He's like, I love it. And I was like, mm-hmm. OK, <laughs> and then it got ordered. Yeah, the I Steam Deck I... is really what you say, Joe. So I wish I had a Steam Deck. <laughs> oh, they're nice, man. They're so nice. It's it, 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 got to be it, ours. It, it, so I don't know. That, that's a that's a different experience. <laughs> I, Steam Deck is the same experience. It's just handheld. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Steam Deck is I mean, it's I'm, I'm a died in the world Nintendo player, but I feel like I'm in the exact same place where I was with like the Wii. You know, five years into the Wii, where I'm like, ah, these Steam games, you know, they're cheaper and they just look better. And like, I'm like looking at all these things. I'm like, oh, like Persona is coming out, you know, finally for the Switch. Finally, after the Switch being six years out. And I'm like, you know, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters just got like announced. And I'm like, yeah, but they're going to look a little nicer on the Steam Deck and be cheaper. Why would I buy them on the Switch now? <laughs> you should call if you called me a year ago. I would have absolutely been on this. Now, every indie game I just want to play on my Steam Deck, it's too little too late now for the Switch. Yeah. Until Switch Steam 2. It's, it's so, and I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey of the Grease one on, on this thing, and it's been so nice. So someday I'll get to Valhalla again. Oh, that runs on the Steam Deck? Ooh. Yeah, it does. <laughs> fucking Steam Deck. I mean, it's a powerhouse at times. Like, yeah. I mean, and I'm playing, I was playing this fucking on a Steam Deck. It's an indie game. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I well, I beat it. I beat Cthulhu on my on my Switch, and then I rebought it on the uh, Steam Deck to play it for this show to compare okay. the differences. It's the exact same game, but <laughs> that's fine. except the B and A are switched. But that's either near here or there. And then, um, but yeah, like you were talking about earlier, after you beat Krampus, and you get the real final boss, which is like the the Ghost of Christmas Future. And this is where the game is like, and like, I'm like, okay, now this is gonna take long. <laughs> and then you go to a, like a whole new world, which is fine, and it's like just 15 enemies. But then suddenly everything is like super spongy on the HP. Like I timed it like every single battle here took like three to five minutes for oh. these 15 battles because I was still playing on normal, which has like twice the HP of the easy. And I'm like this. This game needs to be over, which I'm glad it was only like a seven hour game because I feel like this is how like a lot of the RPGs I so think Vincent, might play on the show. Let's I have up. a question for you. Was it so this whole new world we were in? Was it a new fantastic point of view where no one could tell yeah. us? No. Yeah. They only say we're only dreaming. Too. Yeah, there was New Horizons to pursue. No one to <laughs> it was tell us crystal no, clear. where to go. I know. The whole new world with you. I wanted to share this whole new world with you. <laughs> All right. I had to make and a I joke. didn't dare close my eyes. Okay, it's a Latin <laughs> joke. I didn't get that first. <laughs> I was trying to do the Jasmine part, but Aladdin has like three verses before you get to the Jasmine part. But I love that song, by the way. I love that movie. Banger. It's a banger. It's the best Disney movie of that era. But <laughs> I liked it. I like the chaotic type world that you're in where Houses are destroyed. Everybody's dead. And right. the boss can see the future, too, when you do fight. I'm like, I I mean, I was a little annoyed that the game was still going because I'm like, I was kind of I was at that point where I'm like, I'm just ready to be done and move on. 
Yeah, I mean, we we played Minish Cap, I think, at the beginning of this year, me and you. And that final dungeon was so long. I'm like, I'm done with this. And that dungeon just kept going. So that's kind of where I was here. And luckily, it was only a seven hour game. If it's a, if I, I know people get this like with Final Fantasy, like 12 and stuff. They're like, all right, I'm near the end. And then like, JK, you've got another 10 hours left. And I don't think I can handle that. So this is no, thankfully pretty short. Um, I I also think I know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, but I will have to admit that the last world looks exactly like the last world from Cosmic Star Heroine, which I thought was really fucking weird. Strange <laughs> <laughs> mm, how that happened. Huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, they reuse assets. They reuse one of the bo- one of the bosses from Cosmic Star Heroine and say, "Hey, this guy got tired of the other game." In the description, right? That's why I'm surprised, though, that like there weren't more game. They didn't come out with another game for the last three years because I feel like if Zeboid or whatever just came out with a game like this. For five bucks, five to ten bucks a year, I'd absolutely buy it. Like if they made a hollow Cthulhu saves Halloween, I would be like on board if it was this length and this type of style. So same. I'm surprised they have to make next. I, I wonder. I Well, they had that Shakespeare game, but that's why I was surprised because I mean, I know when he was on Twitter, he was like, y'all want short games or long games. So I don't know how it performed. Um, it did get a limited run game. I remember I think for Switch, which is probably when it like got on my radar because I completely missed it in 2019. I wasn't even aware of it until 2020. So there is a physical release of this game. Oh, and you do fight a mouse and a mech from the crater. Yeah. That was amusing mm-hmm. too. You also you also fight like what what was the deer like like a like a dead deer or something like that? Yes. There was some dead deer. I don't remember what it was, but it was a dead deer. Yeah. I don't remember I, I played this like over a week ago. I don't remember anything anymore. <laughs> I'm watching the videos we're talking, but yeah, it was some kind of deer. I just know that in the end when you fight the Ghost of Future, he brings back a bunch of the bosses you killed, make you fight them again. In but, the fight the joke, but the joke is this game can only support five things at a time. And so there's seven bosses, but there's just not going to be two of them in here. That's fine. <laughs> I'm like, that's a funny joke. It's, it, and that's that weird thing, like, you know, that I, I love that, like that the, the first boss is only got the HP of like scrubs, like three worlds later, which is kind of like how Castlevania is where like the bat is a, is a boss of first world. And then he's just like a normal enemy, but still has the same HP like later in the game. I think yeah. that's such a cool like touch for some reason. Then I'm like, Haha, I can murder all these dudes real quickly now that I'm super <laughs> powerful. Yeah, I don't know why. I love it. I, I think with Ghost, if I remember right, there's some kind of little gimmick when you fight Christmas Future where you can't beat him at first. And the narrator has to come in and like help you or something because he can mm. see the future so he can see what you're doing. Right. I can't remember now what the hell happens before that. Like, he's like, oh, I'll just kill you. But then the narrator kicks because you have a narrator talking, which Cthulhu argues with throughout the game. Uh, when when the game, when the fight starts, he tries to land the hit on him and it doesn't. And the the ghost of Christmas features is like, you can't you can't beat me because I have the starring gun. And then the narrator basically says, I can just overload him and he won't be able to know which feature he's looking at. And that's how <laughs> that's how the first boss fight starts. And then after you beat him, that's when he summons another different horror terror to fight you. OK, oh, it's just amusing. It it really is. It's just a really comical, cute game. Yep, I like it. I'm very happy with it. I'm, I'm And again, I played this now twice and uh I don't beat many video games, but I was very happy to play with that. I hope it was a good recommendation, Mike. I know it was, you know, there's there's not much to say about it. But, you know, it's like you're looking for a fun Christmas game, you know, or a fun seasonal game. It's better than Dead Rising 4. Put that on the box. Gave <laughs> um, my mom down, Joe. Um, I had an idea for a game, but I don't think Mike would have played it. What's that? The Devil May Cry knockoff Nightmare Before Christmas game. <laughs> Actually, I do really want to play that. Much as I don't like that movie, I really want to play like that PS2 game. Or something? Yes, PS2. Yeah, it's on. It's on my radar now because I think it it might have happened, but then this happened instead. So that's fine. This is pretty. This is really cool. I might actually, as much as I don't, is a even though it's an older game, I uh, I might go back and play Cthulhu Saves the World because this game had like I think one of the, the social links is a reference to, to another game. And then they there's a lot of stuff in the game where it's like, we can't do that because we got to wait for the actual game because it's a prequel. So <laughs> if you want to play it, we can do it. I'll play it with you and talk about it as a mini if you want to do it. So <laughs> I bought it for three dollars with Breath of Death on for full price. Three dollars for both of them. On, Breath of uh, Death 7. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually own both Cthulhu Saves the World and Breath of Death on the Xbox Indie thing many, many years ago, but I never got around to them. I just I think I tried it a little bit, but I just didn't stick with it because it was a different time then. I didn't stick with games as much as like with because of this podcast, I will make myself stick with almost every single game I can. 
in general. I don't I don't quit. Once I start a game, I finish it if I can. It takes a lot. Because who saves the world according to how long the beat is only seven and a half to ten hours. Okay, I thought it would have been like 20 something hours. No, I mean, there's still Uh, shorter RPGs. I mean, that but because the take Christmas was long enough. Four hours was just enough. Like just enough. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It isn't as good as Cosmic Star Heroin, you know, when it comes to abilities and what that game offered to me. But it was really it's fun. Yeah, I don't know if we were talking about this, though. I don't like the setting of Cosmic Star Heroin. So I like like the the I don't don't like I don't like future. No, I tried to play like Disco Elysium, which I know I understand is supposed to be a very good game. But I just like started playing about like 20 minutes. And I'm like, this is not the type of book I would read. This is not the type of movie I would watch. (laughs) I don't like this type of genre. So I'm just not going to watch it. I'm just not going to engage with it. It's got to be your genre. Yeah, I mean, because the same script works because it's a Christmas theme game that you play. You can only play once a year at a certain time. Yeah. And I'm like, I like monsters. And I like making fun of Christmas and I like that more than I like space stuff. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I do like Cthulhu. So I also was, you know, glad to be invited onto this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just surprised I got volunteers. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, hey, good people, if you want to go, okay, cool, let's do it. <laughs> this is not one that we'll be like, y'all be working with searching for, but it's just something that. <laughs> so, right. Well, plus, I always release on Sundays and this this Sunday falls on Christmas Day. So I'm like, gotta be a fucking like Christmas episode. Right. So there are people who listen to the show right when it drops. Hello. So Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when this is over, go go buy Cthulhu Save Christmas for like two dollars on GOG and then <laughs> play it for yourself. But you gotta play it that day. So when you're hearing this at six, seven o'clock, depending on when Mike gets around to publishing it, Central Standard Time, go get the is it still Christmas? Go get the game and play it. It's yeah. fun. Go go play it on your Steam Deck while you're waiting for Trans Siberian Orchestra to, to to warm up on December 29th. You're in hey, Texas. You know, that would be fun. <laughs> Just to, that's what's so great about Steam that you can take it anywhere. <laughs> a random thing that I I'm going to mention anyway. I went to a play not too long ago, a Shadowcast of Labyrinth, and I didn't bring my Steam Deck because my wife would have wanted to. Would have been very upset with me. Would look like what the fuck are you doing? But I yeah, watched a Shadowcast where they acted out the Labyrinth. Nice. You know, low budget. Why the movie plays on, on a projector next in, in behind them. It was fucking hilarious. That's weird. That's awesome. It was really good, actually. My wife loves Labyrinth, so I, I bought us tickets to it. <laughs> I cannot remember a single song title now. I just remember David Bowie that's with those pants. Man. Yeah, that's the one with like the MC Escher staircase and the pants. It was it was it was a whole thing. I was like, I was very scared. That was also one of the jokes in the play because he, he I they added an extra bulge to his pants so every time he the actor comes on stage will yell <laughs> those pants. So it was fucking hilarious. Oh really? So did they go with that for the shadow thing? Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. really good. Nice. <laughs> but no, I'm trying to get anything else I want to say about Cthulhu. I do have I actually have a couple comments, not many, but I have oh, a couple nice. comments. Um, but I, come, anything else you guys want to say about Cthulhu Saves the World before we wrap up and go to comment? No, I think I think it's just it's a charming game. It's got a fun novel little turn based battle system. It's perfect for portable play because it's I mean, it's a it's a classic style RPG with enough innovation in its battle mode. And then it gets in and gets out before it outstays its welcome, which I think is very important for a game of this style. So okay. a, a big recommend for the season. Anything you want to add, Joe? I like the game. It was pretty good. And uh, I'm always I I think I'm becoming a fan of these like really small indie games and RPGs, especially like listening to this podcast. Uh, I also really want to play uh, Ogre Tactics for some reason now. And why? And I blame (laughs) I blame you for that. I think Vince, are you on the wise and Ogre Tactics podcast? No, I'm not. Okay, I never covered Ogre Tactics. I've never played an Ogre Tactics game. Would you cover his wise with Daniel Melman and Dominic? Okay. Because I was listening to that while, while I was playing, uh, what was that game that we did after that? Uh, the Abe's Odyssey game, The Stranger's Wrath. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I was more interested in Wise, the podcast and the fucking game. So I was like, eh, I might actually play that. Wise 1 and 2 are good games. I just played Wise 2 that you won't. Oh, hear they, 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 oh e, like Ease. Uh, Ease, Ease. Yeah. Ease yeah. Wise. Yeah. Ease. Uh, Oath and just got nominated, uh, announced for Switch. Remake. Again, too little, too late. But that game is a fucking revelation. That game rules on um, the PSP game. Um, yeah, and I, I think I was on the the games of 2002 episode here, and I think I made Tactics Ogre GBA was my game of the year for that episode. If not, okay. it was in the top three. Yeah, that's that's completely different. That's a long game. That was that was I, think I played that before Fire Emblem came to America and it had permadeath. Wow, what a time. You know, Ogre Tactics uh, have always been in my 
I love RPGs, so that's another reason I was excited that when when you had mentioned this because I'm always looking for more RPGs. I just I don't play them anymore because they're usually too fucking long and I don't have time. Right. That's why I love um, Dragon Quest One or Dragon Warrior One for Game Boy Color or the Super Famicom port that's got an English translation because Dragon Quest One is only it got shortened to like a third of the time they sped it up. It's only like seven hours first dragon warrior and it's it's just super smooth sailing it's a lot like the cthulhu saves the world in that way so those are very pleasant games dragon warrior one mike put that on the list super famicom edition or game boy color i might Not have many yes um, <laughs> just because i feel like i should i should do them they should be in this show somewhere yeah mm-hmm. but i mean some of the rpgs are just nice and, that, and that's what this game was it just you know and the if it didn't have the theme i don't think it would have worked as well either Mm-mm. i think that theme having the theme of christmas it really brought back memories of playing Costume Quest on Halloween one day. Yeah. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it was nice. <laughs> All right. I'm going to see what if I pull up. I have a couple comments I want to read from people. Don't have a lot because I because from what we're talking about. Uh, first, one, I watched the entire Overload Super replay. I got two. First from Henry Chan. I remember playing Cthulhu Saves the World on my Xbox 360 way back when, but I never touched this one. From what I remember, Saves the World was kind of funny, and I appreciate being able to turn down random encounter rates. Other than that, I don't know. The premise seems really LOL random to me. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Guess I'll find out when the episode airs. You will. <laughs> it is random as hell. And from Michael Hughes, friend of the show. You sure the episode is going to be long enough for all the comments you get for this one? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and from, I got nothing from RBG Sanctuary. And from the official Asia Time community, I got, I got three. First from Kelly Ryan. Doing a podcast on this game next week. All of Ziboid's games are pretty cool. I need to get the latest one that combines magical girls and Shakespeare. Yeah, <laughs> but absolutely. I can't find it. Like I'm, I'm on their, I'm on their, well, I'm not on their website. I'm on Wikipedia, and I don't see it under a list of their games. I'm on Steam. I can see it. Oh, yeah. what the hell? What the hell a, what's it I'm called a, again? No, I just had it open. Hold on. I might just search Z Boy. Yeah, you can that do that. Probably. This way, madness lies. This way, madness lies. Okay, it's only nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's why I was like, I probably buy that. I play that next. That's <laughs> too much money for me. I'm a cheap guy. That's why I love Steam. I'm a cheap. But yeah, it's going on my wish list. I will definitely be picking this up. Hey, there's a Steam sale uh, next week, I think. Or, oh, time you're hearing this, there's a the Steam sale might still be going. I think it's about to start soon. So, uh, oh, this uh, another uh, this another RPG. Ooh, ooh, I'm in. Ooh, I'm in. Okay. Yeah, yeah this you, looks nice. This is, they they've upped their art game too. Listen it's to really us talk good. about this next year. <laughs> it's got like the it's got like like your four characters kind of like Fantasy Star style, where they're kind of like you're behind the back of them and you can see their whole character. Yeah, battle screen. Okay, I'm definitely buying this when it goes Hell on sale. Yeah. And, well, we, and it's Christmas theme, it looks like. Their art is gone. Or is it uh, Christmas? Is it winter? It's, it looks winter. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll we'll be doing this on the show. <laughs> 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 All right, and I have two more comments to read from Raymond Carrier. I had no idea they made a new version of this. I played Cthulhu Saves the World and Breath of Death 7 back in the day. Looking at this real quick, it seems like the company rebranded from Zeboy Games to Zeboy Digital Entertainment, which is probably part of why I never found these. Mm. And... Last thing, comment I'm going to read from Vincent Goodwin. That guest Vincent Goodwin sure is handsome and knowledgeable. If I was Santa Claus, I'd give him all the presents. That's right. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> that, that, that commenter is smart. I like them. <laughs> but no, I, I really want to play this now. This this way Madness Lies looks super interesting. Yeah. I mean, all their games. I don't know how much you... I'm not super into Penny Arcade anymore, and I don't know where people fall on them anymore. But I remember at the time, like they had the two RPGs... They were big, and then they look scaled back with Z-Boyd. And they look like just fine little turn-based, steampunk turn-based RPGs. So, and I know they're Steam Deck compatible. So, if that, <laughs> Steam, uh, Penny Arcade episodes three and four. So, every single I never one of their games is solid. Into Penny Arcade. I got into them. Oh, actually, I I think I talked about this. I met I met them, <laughs> and then they, they recommended their comic to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll check it out someday. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and because of that, I like... They talked about some podcast. They talked about Retronaut, which I'd never heard of. And then that carried me over to Laser Time Community, where I met you, Mike. So you have Penny Arcade to thank for that. So um, <laughs> the way things work sometimes. I know. Time is a it's a circle. I, I found I found Laser Time Community because somebody in I watched the entire Super Replay group. I was asking for podcasts and they recommend somebody recommended Laser Time, which then led me to their podcast. And then eventually I ended up in their Facebook group. I don't know how, but I think it was like, I want to hear people talk about this podcast. I really like listening to because I'm driving a truck around at work for 10 hours at night in the dark right. by myself. All right. right. <laughs> it's OK, Mike. I, I, I'm on the giant bomb podcast. Uh, group only because they're the overblood group and i still have never listened to a single giant bomb podcast like ever 
I tried along. I don't listen to many podcasts, though. I have like certain ones I listen to every week. I listen to Geekbox, which is only every other week because they're weird. <laughs> and they just don't care. You can tell. And much as I enjoy their show, they don't. He doesn't give a shit. Ryan does not care. Anyone listen to the show that knows them? Yeah, I mean, it's great. I enjoy it. But he does not give a shit. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, we do this. Okay, am I on? Am I? Can I be done now? <laughs> and Comic Conspiracy, I listen to every week. That's a good show. And then I listen to the Ten Domain now as my third one. I'll listen to, and that completely unnecessary podcast. Yeah. Well, you should add some of my friends read comics to that list, hosted by. I do listen to that sometimes. I have before. Chris Dobson, who's been on several episodes of yours. Um, I don't yes. think he has been on any episodes here, but Mike guest starred on a Metroid comic, Nintendo Power comic episode we did a couple of years ago. ago. Yeah, that was fun. And uh, I'm just tur- I pivoted this into plugs. We should go <laughs> to Shelf Stacker Box, though. We'll get oh, okay, that taken care that. of. We'll get two plugs in. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> and Joe, since why don't you go first? What word did you put Shelf Stacker Box? Put this in the stack only okay. because it, I think it's a pretty good game. I liked it. But also, why would I play this game? Other than Christmas, but I mean, I'd, I'd probably come back to it if I need like a Christmas game for like if I started streaming or something. So still a go in the stack. OK, that's that's where it deserves. <laughs> I'll go next. I'm also going to put this in the stack. I enjoyed myself, but like Joe said, I'm not going to play this again for a while. This is a Christmas game that is for Christmas and I'm not it's, Christmas is done. Yeah, I, I would never touch. I won't touch again. Maybe next year. Maybe there, you know, I might be like, you know what? I kind of want to play it again. Like, I could definitely see myself at some day going back to it because it's it is really fun. Yeah, definitely. You go into the stack. Oh, uh, what about you, Vincent? I'm going to shelf it because I think whenever I have a friend that's like, hey, I'm bored this weekend. I'd like to play a video game. I think Cthulhu Saves Christmas is a really good recommendation around this time of year. It's I mean, and I don't know if it's necessarily like the hardcore gamer set, but I think I have a, I have a string of friends that like dip in and out of video games. They're like hot and heavy on them. They'll play Stardew and, you know, and like Ace Attorney for, you know, a year and then not play video games for five years. And I feel like <laughs> Cthulhu Saves Christmas, if it was like on Apple Arcade only during Christmas time, you know, or Xbox Game Pass or whatever, or, you know, any of those types of services just for the month of Christmas, I think it'd do really well for that type of gamer. And I think it's a really easy recommendation. Like it's just five or six hours. It's not like a and it's not super involved. I think it's a, I think it's a fun game that way. I I played it now in 2020 and 2022. I don't play video games. I don't really play them often. I'm delighted by it. Every time I play, I laugh at the jokes. I'm going to try the different Riley and chips next time. Who knows? <laughs> I, I did the post office this time. Who knows what I'll do next time? So. But it does have it does have a new game plus, too. If you want to. Yes. I didn't jump into that, but it does because ha- I had to move on to the next game. But it, it's cool that it has that. Like, I could, you know, this is something that I, I agree with you. I mean, it's something you could easily recommend to people who aren't big gamers, let's say, because lack of a better term. But it's something that you could just, you know, here, enjoy this. Right. You know, play this game that will surprise you. Yeah, I completely can see that. I think that's the right way for it, too. Like, it's just that type of game. Yeah. I just love RPGs. I, I And especially short RPGs. <laughs> I really do, though. It's, it's my undersell of, like, why, why do people like this game? Because it doesn't ask a lot out of you, and it's not hard. It's not challenging. Which sometimes it's quickly. Right. Sometimes that is nice. <laughs> I mean, like, sometimes I like a game that doesn't like the way I had the schedule set up. I just got done playing Metroid Dread before this, and I was yeah. so fucking exhausted and worn out from playing Metroid Dread. I'm like, <laughs> I need something simple, peaceful, easy because Metroid Dread want I wanted it took me to beat the shit out of me. Right. Oh, good I've game. Seen, I've seen Carrie's like hard. videos of that. He's insane at that game. He's, He's actually so on the episode too. I, I know. I know. I know. He's <laughs> fucking great at that game. Oh, Metroid Dread is far. Really good. It's just like I mean, cause that's I mean, and, and it's kind of perfect game for that. It's a perfect game to play after you just got done playing something, you know, tough. Right. That really tested you, and then you can in, then you can in, and I and then I enjoyed this, and it was just the perfect. It was the perfect time for me. Everything yeah. worked out. Perfect. And I'm not, I'm not I, sick of Christmas yet either. That's why we're playing. Because we covered this a week before Christmas happened. I enjoyed I enjoyed playing it because the whole weekend I was on my VR headset playing Beat Saber, and my arms already collapsed, and my head wouldn't stay. <laughs> wouldn't stay stuck to my body because the headset sure does add fucking 10 pounds to your head yeah it does and then i got through the same day but the next day playing Resident Evil 4 which is a goddamn scare and a half because you know driving a boat in og re4 sounds great but driving a boat first person with one hand and operating a spear gun with the other sure doesn't fucking work so i'm enjoying a nice enjoying a nice little a nice little indie rpg sure does you know tone you down, make you just want to get snuggly next to your, you know, heater in your basement. 
<laughs> uh, RE4 VR sounds terrifying, though, the it's way you great. were describing it. Before I don't like the idea of a, like a, a zombie that's my size. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like the sound of that. Chainsaw guy like that close to me. Does he bring oh, that, the chainsaw like near your neck? Oh, no, he you're you're like I'm more concerned about getting the fuck out of there because like the whole time he was like five feet from me. Mm. You got pump like a shotgun with both hands. It's great. <laughs> I really want VR, but VR hasn't gotten to where I'm interested yet. It's getting there, but it's not. I want VR where I like can sit down, put the headset on, and from be in a different world and not yeah, have to move. The Tetris <laughs> yeah. effect in Res Infinite. You can just chill with them whales. Or I want to be able to like move when I'm actually moving in place. Like I want like when I when I went to the arcade, not arcade, but when I was a kid and go to like some festival, some, some like little festival thing, they'd have like the guy with the blue or yellow helmet on and he's walking on a trackpad. Like I want that. Until yeah. then, I'm not interested. They have that. I know, but it's not cheap. Or it's not cheap. <laughs> no, they had like, they had that at like my Six Flags, and you could play like Jedi Knight or Dark Forces Two. I guess it's the same title. It is. <laughs> yes, with those VR elements <laughs> like that. Someday, I keep telling my someday. I mean, like, like you talking about VR got me interested though, Joe. Like I'm like, man, I just it, it's curious. Sometimes it's curious. It makes me curious, but. I also would have to play when my wife is nowhere to be found because she would (laughs) if she figured out, she would freak me the hell out on purpose. I hit my dog. There's such cool stuff. I have like a I have like a mini miniature golf game where you like just like putt real peacefully. It's really cool. I have Ragnarok, (laughs) which is kind of like Beat Saber, but you're on a like Viking longboat and you're like hitting drums. Yeah, now I need that game. I forgot that game exists. I need that game now. That yeah, sounds, and, you know, that sounds much like RE, like RE7 in VR. Like I've seen videos of that or when that uh, came out, like, no, I almost no. vomited when I saw the, the stuff in the fridge. I'm not going to do that. And that was with my TV. I'm not going to do that with VR. Are you crazy? My my, <laughs> my sadness is that uh, with with VR, the PS2 VR is another $800. So now I'll never be able to look at Lady Dimitrescu in VR and be like, yes, <sighs> that's exactly what I need. Do you look not... up at her? Do you, is she like <laughs> yeah. two feet taller than you? What? Look, there, there's a oh scene. Oh my god! There's a scene in like eight where like they they raise you up in like handcuffs and you're like, like just kind of floating there. And it's, it's like like the exact scene I want to get to, but I'm like that's never gonna happen because I don't have eight hundred dollars. Is it only on the PS one? Yes, because the PS the PS VR two has eye tracking and the there was an interview earlier with the with the Sony representative or whatever he's like yeah the, the psvr1 games don't work on two because yeah. the two's headset's so much more advanced you can't play older games on it which is really sad and it's not a good like i get it but it's not a good thing for consumers like to to push your product like that you're you're really gonna your audience is gonna be very tight yeah so, or very small maybe it's the right word or, or very wealthy <laughs> that's a, it, it cuts down what you're what you're looking at i have no interest in like yeah 800 no thank you I didn't want to spend three hundred dollars on my Steam Deck. I spent more. Well, and, and I think you're still corded to the system. It's not wireless like the the Oculus or MetaQuest or whatever it's called is. Yeah, and I I did play Beat Saber once in my life. A friend of mine yeah. had it, and I tried it. I'm like, this is kind of cool, but I feel like I'm gonna break something, like your like your VR right. or, or hit something like your kid or your dog right. around me. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. They also have like a lot of cool. They also have a lot of cool nature documentaries where they put like 360 cameras. And you can just like chill in the ocean and like look at whales again. Um, and they had one for the Olympics and they, they just put a camera like I wanted like the curling stones and you and it just like they just slid you down like a curling thing. <laughs> and I just, and just look in 360 like, yep, here I'm going. Yep, I'm going. It was really cool. So <laughs> it's a cool concept. VR is a cool concept to me. It just I just don't know. I hit my dog twice. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> they, they get they come up to me. I whacked him twice. I fell to the bed. <sighs> daddy's in the daddy's in another reality man you gotta stay away <laughs> Pretty much. you can't see this fake circle around me that's where you can't go in <laughs> yeah. oh they'll learn how he's got the headset on don't go near him again <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no someday i mean when people talk about it it gets me interested in vr like it, it really does yeah but, and, and super not. hot was cool too I'm just not there yet. I'm, I'm, but I'm also, I'm really, I'm a person that's really behind in games. Like, this is one of the newer games we put on the show now. Like, 2019 is not exactly new, but it's newer for the show because I, I usually play much older stuff. It's only game of last decade. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the newest game on the show, I think, is Metroid Dread 2021. Whoa, that's going to stay that true. way for a wow. bit because I don't think, I don't have anything else. 20, I have another game in 2021, but it's earlier. 2021. But hey, make that, when I do that freaking magical girl game that you guys just turned me on to, yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> Because I really want to play it now. (laughs) 
and it looks like Shining Force, like the the back of it, like where you see that you see the girl, you see the back of the girl, right? Like Shining Force when they fight. That's another game I really need to play one day and finish. I played it multiple times, never beat it. You play Shining Force, Vincent? No, um, I'm familiar with it though, because I mean, because okay. because after my tactic ogre uh, times, I was going in anything and everything, and that's when I found out about Fire Emblem coming. And then they didn't make, but Camelot, who made Mario Golf, made the Shining Force games um, and Golden Sun, which I didn't like, but I know other people do. You can listen yeah. to three hours when we talk about Golden Sun 1 and 2 on the show. Yeah, I don't know if Shining Force holds up now, if it doesn't have enough quality of life to be worth trying to play these days. I need to beat the Genesis version because a friend of mine once, I mean, I played, I actually bought it years ago in a Genesis collection pack for PC, like Windows 95. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And never finished it. It's been and I went and replayed it on my phone a few years ago. I saw on Facebook Memories, and I didn't finish it then either. And I'm like, I gotta fucking do it one day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all right. I think that's enough stalling. <laughs> I do want to choose what we're going to be talking about next week. Next week, Joe got me to play No More Heroes, where I get to jack yeah. off my sword. So oh, nice. <laughs> that's what it looks like. So it's, it's what it is. It's, it's there's no yeah. going around it. That's what that is. Oh, Have that you seen is the a... Alec Baldwin sketch about that. SNL. <laughs> no. No, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah I'm very interested to see how I'm I'm enjoying my I'm about halfway done with that game. I think I'd be I'm number five. I'm assassin. I'm on assassin four. So I think I'm about halfway. It's which one's four. I have no idea. I haven't I haven't paid, I just paid the money. I haven't I didn't play again. I just beat I just beat the one where I didn't do a fight where they just died. And someone who thought they were Kylo Ren showed up with the same like lightsaber looking thingy. I was like, oh, you're going to be an you're going to be a rival, I bet. And then the game and then I turned off the game and went and did stuff. So I don't know. But yeah, no, I'm excited to finally talk about because I, I played it back in the Wii days and I have never touched it since. And now I'm playing. I'm you got me to replay it. So or I got me to finish something that I've been meaning to finish. Start finish. Yeah. One of the words I've been meaning. To, I mean, I'm starting over, but I've always meant to play. I always meant to beat it. Can't wait to go over all the weird fucking trivia about this fucking game. <laughs> me either. We have a, we have a, a, a new guest for the show. I'm excited to have on to for that game. So it should be very interesting. Very, very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Because it's Christmas and because I missed a couple weeks, I want to do something a little special. We have two codes to give away for you, right? For Steam. That's right, two codes, bitch. <laughs> I'd get in my dumb joke. First one is This War of Mine. Steam code is B6VAYAM6T8CKDK0. And that is your code for this war of mine. And then for the second code, I'm going to be giving away a, go- a, a game that I actually know about. People might actually want <laughs> a Sunset Overdrive. And the code is CWQFDC62TXJQP5A. And that is a Steam code for Sunset Overdrive. I hope someone gets to enjoy those two codes. Thank you for listening. All right, and Vincent, where can people find you at? You can find me uh, as the author of Cthulhu, The Call of Cthulhu by Vincent Goodwin, published by Abdo Publishing from like 2012, 2013. I'm in the Library of Congress. But you can also find me at Some of My Friends Read Comics. It's a comic book podcast um, where we cover comics that we should have covered a long time ago. Right now we're reading Nightfall, the Batman Nightfall. We've been recently reading a lot of Age of Apocalypse, as well as some other books. Recently we just covered the DC Infinite Holiday Special from 20, Holiday Crisis or something from 2006. Not very good. Would not recommend that episode as a starting point. But other episodes in the back catalog, including the Metroid Nintendo Power comic starring Mike, is a good place to go. And anything, our, and Chris Dobson, who was like on your Perfect Dark episode, if you like his voice. Yes, and Sandman on, stuff. Yeah, he's, um, he's also good. one of my co-hosts. <laughs> he's great. So check out some of my friends read comics. That's six words or five words. Yeah. There'll be a link out. in the show notes. Doesn't matter. Thank you. Appreciate it, Mike. <laughs> and if you want to hear co- our Cosmic Star Heroine episode, that is episode 183. So not that long ago. That was only July of this year. Yeah. So. That's when I think I texted you about this because I was listening to that episode. And mm-hmm, it was. And I was like, yeah. Well, I minish cap because time has no meaning was actually a September 2021. Are you kidding me? Nope. Time has Man. no meaning anymore. I blame COVID. Okay. <laughs> I do too, except COVID's. I mean, I got someone fucking recording done during COVID. It was yeah. great. The other episodes you can find me on are episodes that have remasters announced and then canceled, like Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, and Advance Wars. We're going to do. <laughs> did that ever come out yet? No, neither of them did. It's still? I mean, Sands of Time, yeah, I know, but Advance Wars still. Advance Wars is done. 
Yeah, not coming up. <laughs> what are they waiting for? They, I mean, are they waiting for Russia to just get done with their war? That they that was pointless. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Russia is just it's not going to be done. I don't. This. <sighs> hey, gas prices went down. Launch title. I don't know. Oh. I really should. I thought it was out by now. I mean, I just no. don't give a shit. But I really thought it was out. <laughs> but speaking of that, I do want to cover Warrior Within. It was almost on this season, but then it. I took it off, put other stuff on. I wanted to cover yeah. more. But I do want to play Warrior Within finally. That's been on my backlog for like 20 years, too. So one day I keep I say that a lot. I realize I say the word one day a lot to myself. I tell myself I'm going to get around to this or that one day. <laughs> so, yeah. And if you enjoyed this episode, go look at our giant catalog. Um, We have over 400 other episodes. We do movies, comics, video games. We do all sorts of crap. So go listen to our giant. And if you're still if you're still listening, we have a Patreon for a little dollar. You can vote in our Patreon. We still have you have a couple of days left to vote in this month's poll, which is Mike's Christmas gift. You can decide which movie we're going to cover. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2002, Eternals, or Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Which one you can, you get to choose? Fun fact, I checked yesterday, and as usual, Eternals is fucking losing with 0%, but everything else is now even, so. Yeah, but I can, one of the, I, have, I can move my vote to something, so I don't, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I guess, well, I mean, or Eternals is going to. the Patreon, and your vote, your vote will matter. It will, actually, because I only have the one vote to fuck with. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think a little dollar you can vote and affect the show. And we do have a Discord. You can join a Discord chat with us. With people on the Discord, you can also make suggestions. I have a suggestion tab in the Discord. No one's looked at yet, but feel free to put stuff in there. And I'll, I'm actually getting around to it. Cause next season, I'm actually covering multiple games that are suggestions from people like from years ago. Hopefully, they still listen. Like Paper Mario, I'm doing. Somebody recommended I'm doing Borderlands because someone said it like two years ago. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it finally. <laughs> so you can suggest stuff. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasphere. You can follow her on TikTok. She went viral. So proud of her. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who started his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. Much, as I call it much more professional podcast because it actually is a lot more professional than what I do, but it's really good. Go check him out. He interviews people how video games affect their lives. Really good show. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say, but we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. See you.